You are listening to The Quest for 100, a discussion on everything you never knew you wanted to know. And now your hosts, Justin and Brian. We are back. Back on The Quest. That Quest for 100. And it's another quarantine quest, but uh, Justin and I, we are evolving. We are now doing this so we can actually see each other. Finally, we can see each other. This is already like a crazy upgrade to how we've been. We were so close last time. We had like the audio setup, which was adjusted. Hopefully you noticed a little bit of a change there. And so we have that back this week. But uh, but now we have true Zoom call going on. I don't know why it took us this long to do this, but this is already so much better. I can see your eyes. Yeah, I can tell when you when you uh, when a joke kind of lands and you smile. <laughs> and not, then I think we'll be we'll be in a, a good spot. Yeah, it only took what what like fifteen episodes. Yeah, right. Jeez, it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well. We've uh, we've officially hit rock bottom in terms of our topics because we're going <laughs> to talk about genes. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I don't know about rock bottom, although they are bottoms. But no, I I think. Well, I'm, I'm not going to say this is going to be a special episode, but this episode is more interesting than I think may get some credit. And we've done some weird episodes before, so. Yeah, this is a little bit above those ones. Yeah, it's a little bit above. It, it's definitely a very mundane topic, an everyday topic. It is an everyday topic, so, but people are passionate about genes. Yeah, and that's what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Well, before we get into that, what have you been up to since last time, Justin? Yeah, so two two major things um, on my front. One, I was finally able to go golfing, Brian. Yeah, it oh. took me forever. And wow, it was it was a treat. I uh, it was after. I mean, we had torrential downpours all day Saturday, and I was nervous to play on Sunday. But we just you know made it work. And when we got there, it was relatively dry. I mean, there's the sand wasn't great in some other spots, but for the most part, it was pretty good. Yeah, I played about what you'd expect for a first round for someone like myself. We don't need to get into the score, but we'll just say it was uh, in the one tens. Okay. Say that. Okay. Okay. But uh, but yeah, so I, I just had a lot of fun playing that. Um, but then, really, the major thing was if you tuned in last week to our serial episode, I actually made the pancake cereal. I saw that on homemade. your Instagram. Yes. Were you proud of me, Brian? How, how was it? It looked pretty good. It actually was really good. I did a little artsiness to it, too, yeah. with my photos. I, I saw some bacon was added, too. Yes. You went a little all some, out. Some maple bacon. I cooked them on the um, the griddle, which I don't often use the griddle, but it's honestly perfect for cooking oh, pancakes. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you can't get so, it better. It really, yeah. You no, just can't get better. Perfect finish. None of them were too burnt or, or not burnt at all. They were just great they don't get distorted Um, yeah 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 exactly so it was um that that was exciting to to do that i i probably made way too many 
but did um, Alyssa have some she did yeah and she thought they were pretty good yeah, so good. They'll, they'll probably make a, a visit again cool at some point cool well you? well I you know just like another one of our topics our previous topics I got back into the Star Wars trilogy and so I am watching it from I guess episode one through nine in that oh, nice. order yeah I actually even yeah. threw in uh, Rogue One into the proper order in there yes, too good that's what I did too so yeah throw Rogue One and Solo in there too if you can and, yeah um, so I'm I'm in the middle of Return of the Jedi right now and so I'll, I'll hopefully finish that up in the next couple of days but okay yeah yeah I, well when when you finish i want your uh, uh potentially new opinion or maybe it's the same but i i would i would like your your thoughts on it if it differs from what we had in our star wars episode because i i mean i've brought this up but i have had multiple people reach out to me with passionate passionate responses to both of our opinions yeah on star wars and i've even since that episode been thinking deeper about my thoughts towards some of the episodes and whatnot and there's just a level depth depth to star wars that uh it's just always going to be evolving i think yeah yeah i mean one i don't think we did a good job on the quotes the the number of quotes quotes that 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 story left out from yeah you know that they're just not enough that's what i'm saying they're more motivational than they were yeah epic quotes yeah um so yeah I, i'm sure there's there's a bunch more in there yeah and then the the second take that i had was that it's not as bad as as i you know the first couple are not as bad as i thought they they were there it Th- is they're still not great yeah uh, i i there is a moment uh i believe it's in uh empire strikes back Darth Vader, we go back to this this fighting and this lightsaber battles that is still the mm-hmm. best, like there's dialogue alongside of it and like storytelling behind it and everything. Like it, that, that just didn't happen with your your favorite battle. Oh, we don't need to get into it again. And, but and, I'm not but, changing my tune there. But beyond anything, one of the things that came out of, I think that episode was that Obi-Wan Kenobi tells luke skywalker that his father or maybe it was yoda his father was this great um starfighter pilot well Mm -hmm. we almost never see anakin actually fly like very yeah very rarely do we see him fly so like him drive the car around in like high speed chase kind of thing but that was about it and there's a there's a couple of he he's they're going through the asteroid fields and a couple other things but anyways we digress to a previous (laughs) from jeans to star wars very quickly yeah but that i'm in the middle of that and so that's that's kind of my update but uh let's um well before we get into the news let's let's jump back into our jeans and and literally or figuratively i guess But uh, well, we, let let's be honest. Uh, we are wearing pants right now, so we're not getting back. <laughs> I, at least I am. So we're not getting back into our jeans yeah. for the listeners out there. But, yeah, um, yeah. It, it's. I kind of kept thinking of the uh, State Farm commercial of uh, "What are you wearing, Jake?" <laughs> like, 
khakis khakis but but where where do you come from this whole jeans blue jeans idea and concept justin yeah so like probably most people i i wear jeans uh i actually are you currently uh, wearing jeans i am currently wearing jeans uh i have well we'll get into some of this stuff but i i in quarantine i'm wearing jeans more often than normal because i'm wearing less dress pants to work i usually will wear some type of khaki or dress pant um option but now that i don't really you don't see my waist down it's um I enjoy wearing jeans. Now I've gotten criticized for wearing jeans, especially in the first couple of weeks, because like, why are you wearing them? Just like wear sweatpants. And it's like, nah, like I'd rather, I'd ra- I'd rather wear something that makes me feel like I'm, you know, a part of what's going, I don't know. Like, yeah, yeah. We kind of, I'm not locked in my house all day. Right. right? We kind of like, went I, over I, this in the, the yeah. zoom episode. Yeah. Our, our yeah. thoughts on this. So, I think we're both pretty close on on that standpoint yeah but so just in general uh and we'll get into more details about this and i have a story too or kind of a story but but yeah i i wear jeans i enjoy jeans probably about the same as most people but what about you yeah yeah i mean so little backstory is i used to never wear jeans all Mm, through high school and i think i've talked about this on this this podcast yeah Uh, all through high school i never wore jeans i i wore swishy pants Yes. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think we related on that actually. Cause I, I was, I was waiting on this, but if you're going to mention it, so my, I had a very similar, I, I think it was for me, it was maybe ninth grade when I started to transition to from swishy pants to jeans. And I had a close friend of mine. I don't know if I, I don't know if I told you this story, but a close uh, friend of mine, it was right when I was like getting some new friends in middle school and whatnot. And, and it was, one of my closer girl girlfriends like friend that was a girl and she like one of my first interactions with her was her criticizing me for wearing mm, the same hoodie two days in a row and then yeah. swishy pants and it was at that moment that i reevaluated my attire and jeans became a part of my regular attire at that point um it was more you know ninth grade and tenth grade where i really shifted but yeah yeah yeah, I mean, I I went all the way until pretty much college, I think, until I bought my first pair of jeans. What college, yeah. really? Yeah, yeah. Because that is... here's the here's the thing, especially as a golfer, I wasn't gonna wear jeans because I couldn't wear the jeans to the golf course, and and sure. so you know, I, if I wore khakis or like I really liked the microfiber, um, you know, pants is really what it kind of turned into, and so it was like not necessarily dress pants but they were microfiber pants so that i could you know go to the golf course i could be active in them they were just more way more functional to me than jeans were and are so uh that that's kind of where i stand i mean like i i'm okay with jeans i don't love jeans but i'm totally comfortable in some of my dress pants or my golf pants because i mean they're so comfortable they're just so comfortable nowadays with the microfiber and so i think i own about i don't know six or seven pairs of jeans most of them i mean i own probably that number because they end up getting holes in them uh in the pocket Mm. in the back pocket 
Okay. From what is that? From T's? From or no, it wouldn't be wallet. Wallet. Yeah. Got yeah. it. Yeah. So oh, you're back. Oh, this is something we've never talked about. Are you back wallet guy? I just changed. I actually just changed when I went to New Zealand because I I was carrying a back pocket wallet, and then I was like, okay, I'm traveling internationally. I need to adjust that, and so then I I found a nice slim front pocket wallet. So now maybe I'm all- we'll get it. I don't know if there's depth to that topic, but the idea um, of a wallet maybe wallet is an interesting hmm. thing just because I mean that's I mean that's a big debate in itself because I'm I'm a side pocket person I always have been and I never understood back pocket wallet people I just I never got it hmm. uh, I don't know I was so. always comfortable anyways well uh, let's jump into some news you're a newsman I ever tell you otherwise punch me in the face all right. Well, I'll jump into mine. So mine actually was some exciting news. And, and Brian, I, I know you were really upset that I, I snagged the best news about jeans. Yeah, the first one who who does their work gets the better story. Yep, yep. that uh, that's what happened in this case because this was just perfect news for, for today. Uh, so this guy, Johnny Gregorick, he is one of the best, uh, one of the country's best middle distance runners. Um, he's actually now the holder of a new unique world record. And if you haven't guessed it already, based off our topic, it has to do with jeans. So on May 30th, which was this past Saturday, Gregorek put on a pair of blue jeans and raced a mile in four minutes and six seconds uh, with some change there um, around a track at a master's school in Dobbs Ferry, New York. His effort was broadcast on Instagram live and more than 1800 fans tuned in to watch. Uh, It's actually a really cool story beyond just him breaking a record. The photo itself was just, I don't know if you saw that, Brian, it was just really funny seeing somebody running with jeans on like that, but uh, but but it is a cool story. So he's he's 28 years old. He's actually raising to race to raise funds for the National Alliance on Mental Illness, which is a nonprofit organization that became important to him and his family after the death of his brother Patrick a year ago. So um, he actually was able to raise uh, at the time the trial ended. He raised more than thirty one thousand dollars for the. Um, fun so really cool not only just that he broke a record it's a unique one yes but broke a record and then raised so much for for a good cause so i i it was the perfect story i'm so glad i got it and uh let's see how you can follow up with that (laughs) well yours is such a feel-good story that i'm gonna go the other direction perfect and we're gonna visit our friend kylie jenner Oh, great. Yep, yep. <laughs> it's already downhill. Yep. So she posted a photo on her Instagram account of some pretty rare jeans. Apparently, these jeans are so rare that they are $15,000 jeans. Oh, okay. Yeah, so there's some uh, rare orange jeans that have some black crosses and part of chrome hearts and off-whites art basil 
2018 collaboration. So um, apparently Chrome Hearts is a designer. No clue. But uh, they also um, sometimes have been seen worn on stars like Rihanna, uh, Bella Hadid, and Irina Shack. I don't know how to pronounce her name, but anyways, uh, very expensive on her Instagram. That's all I got. Nothing compared yeah, to yours. We don't have to get into this, but I, I do question sometimes. Like my first instinct is to, you know, a little bit of judge, right? Like, what are you spending fifteen thousand dollars on a pair of jeans for? They they can't be that great. I'm sure you can get a pair of jeans that will look just fine for, you know, three thousand. 15,000% less than oh, that. Oh, percent. I was like, 3,000? Yes. Even 3,000 is pretty steep. <laughs> yeah, don't you spend 3,000 on your jeans, Brian? Yeah. Um, no, I, I, that, so my mind immediately goes to that. But then I also think, if I had all this money, and there was a little bit of me that's like, well, I have money, why not? Like, I don't think I'd spend 15,000 on jeans. Well, and but the, I may spend a little bit more on yeah. Something like that. Yeah, and the other question is how much did she actually spend on it? Or is it yeah. $15,000 is the you know, price that is valued on it because they are so rare. Like, you know, maybe she didn't spend $15,000 sure out of her pocket to buy them, but from a rarity standpoint, now that she's worn them, you know, and puts them into this level of exclusivity there's mm-hmm. probably you know increased value but yeah for what it's worth well, yeah yours was a feel good mine was a oh, what has our world come to challenge this yeah <laughs> yeah all right well let's uh jump into some dropping some knowledge as we normally do i am the history guy and justin is the stats guy so we will always start with history because i go first so gene fabric Emerge from Genoa, Italy, and names France. So, jeans with a G, G E N E S, is the French word for Genoa. And demines from uh, comes from the uh, word for from mimes, like from mimes France. So that's where we oh, get okay. denim. Demise. Oh, oh, okay. I was like, what are you, where are you going with this, Brian? Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. So in 1795, Swiss banker Jean-Gabriel Yenard, he had commercial success and used the jean fabric to supply troops uh, for militaries that were coming through the area that he was in. And um, so he, he kind of, you know, started to introduce the idea of denim and and not necessarily jeans yet, but using denim for making of clothing and everything. So in 1851, Levi Strauss arrived in New York from Germany to join his family and help them run a home goods store. And then in 1853, he moved to San Francisco to open his own home goods store. And so he was selling a lot of denim at the time and Jacob Davis was a tailor and a customer of Levi Strauss's store. And he really wanted to to make a sturdy pair of pants. So Davis took some of the denim that, that um, Levi Strauss w- was producing 
and uh, he wanted to make them stronger. So he started using the copper rivets uh, in places where pants typically would rip. And so then in 1872, Davis asked Strauss to partner together for a patent on these jeans that he was starting to build uh, from this denim. And during the early periods of, of, you know, this time, men's pants had a fly down the front while women's pants actually had the fly down the side, which I thought was interesting. What? That's weird. Yeah. So then the official birthday of blue jeans is actually considered to be May 20th, 1873. So we just missed it. Because it was oh, a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So this is actually when Jacob Davis and Levi Strauss obtained the patent for blue jeans. Later in that year, they also filed a, another patent to produce you know add two pockets to the front and one pocket to the back of their their jeans or blue jeans then later in the night the 1870s they added the small watch pocket hmm. uh, and then in 1901 levi strauss added the back left pocket to their 501 model which really has become the standard configuration the five pocket jeans which is kind of strange to me that you know you didn't Wait, five pocket yeah yeah why have... am i not counting five right now in my head two front two back yeah and your small watch pocket do you set do you have the watch pocket i do that have that i was always wondering what that was for what is what is that for it's for your watch like your pocket watch. watch your pocket, your pocket watch. watch yeah now, I love pocket watches, but I am never wearing a pocket watch with my jeans. Why do they still make that? That makes no sense. I don't know. And, and it's not just jeans either. I was just going to say, like, there's there is a, there's one, there's two things. One, I, I, women have it too, where they have this little pouchy thing, which I guess is a, a watch. I've learned that now. Um, but then sometimes they have fake pockets, and I'm like, what's the point of that? <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. just a waste. Yeah. But, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'm I'm wearing a five pocket design right now. I I am too. I I'm now realizing that the little pockets only on the right and not on the left. Yep. This is weirdly changing my life. <laughs> it's all because of Levi Strauss. Yeah. I okay. I guess I forgot to include that I do most of my jeans or all of my jeans i think all but one pair are levi's jeans oh interesting okay i yeah. have a little bit of a mixed bag on mine yeah uh we flash forward to the 1950s and and james dean was actually in the movie rebel without a cause and this actually popularized jeans amongst the youth because he was so hip at the time and and was wearing jeans a lot during that movie so that really started to bring jeans to the forefront in, in terms of a yeah. casual wear prior to that honestly if you if you picture james dean in your head like most people i think you probably picture him with a leather jacket on and jeans yep like he that that does not surprise me i mean he was the epitome of cool in that time and you know, I I believe it. That probably had the jeans take off at that point. 
Yeah, and up until that point, it was really about of a durability and functionality wearing of jeans. Like it wasn't the cool thing to do. Um, you know, it during the World War II era, it was a little bit of you know the soldiers would wear these jean type uh, they call them waist overalls as their you know functional wear out outside of having to be in combat or on duty so um, you started to see an influx you know early in World War II and then James Dean really pushed that to the forefront with the youth uh, in the 1950s and then in 1962 Levi Strauss introduced the idea of pre-shrunk jeans so that that they wouldn't actually shrink uh, after washing or not shrink as much, I guess. In 1965, uh, Limbo, a boutique in New York City's East Village, was the first reported retailer to wash a pair of jeans to get a distressed or worn look to them. What year was this again? 65. 65, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the 60s, I, I can picture... A lot of those photos of people with the washed kind of look. Yeah. And then the 1980s, the uh, Great Western Garment Company introduced the idea of stone washing jeans. And we really saw the idea of the designer jeans was born in the, the 1980s. Uh, a couple last things that I have is that the Le- Levi Strauss Company, they actually recommend avoiding washing your jeans as much as possible the carl shara the levi strauss director of brand and and special projects actually says that that the less you wash your jeans the better your jeans become and i and i saw a stat on there that you could traditionally wear it about 10 times would be their ideal would be 10 wears before you actually wash your jeans that I, I think this came up in our episode. What was it? The washer dryer. Yep. Yep. Episode. Uh, we talked about it a little bit, and that that does ring a bell. That you we need to. You're not supposed to wash them every time. I mean, for me, I think I'm at probably four or five wears. Like if I wear it, you know, in a given week, then I'll I'll wash it after that. But, um, but yeah, ten wears. That's that's pretty lengthy. Yeah. And then my last one is technically a stat, so I, I'll leave it to you. And if you don't touch on it, then I'll uh, I'll hit you with some stat. Okay, fair enough. All right. Well, I will jump into some stats, as you said. Uh, so I'll kind of start as I try to usually with the the big picture market stuff, and then we'll jump into some fun stats at the end here, but. So 1.24 billion pairs of jeans are sold in the world every year. And Pakistan is actually the leading exporter of denim fabric worldwide with exports valuing approximately 579 million US dollars. I believe China is the biggest importer of jeans, uh, though I don't have numbers on that one. So Levi, as you you talked about uh, they reported over 5.7 billion US dollars in sales in 2019 and has the largest brand share of the jeans 
market. And they're actually dominating, as you'd expect, the, the search too. And I, I thought it was interesting looking at the search engine uh, data and what types of genes, what brands of genes people are searching for. So number one uh, is, uh, this is in the US, Levi's is number one, two is Wrangler, and three is Lee. But that changes when you go to globally. And uh, so globally, Levi's still dominates, it's still number one. But then you, number two is Armani, Hmm. And then number three is, I'm I I was struggling with this. I was trying to look up the pronunciation for it. I'm going to say nudie, N U D I E. It might be nudie, but I've never heard it. I've heard of Armani because they make everything or they make a lot of high quality things. But this nudie company, I was like, what the heck is this? And they're a massive jeans company that makes actually pretty expensive jeans. So, but that's that's the type of genes that people are looking for. So I thought it was interesting with how how easy it is to buy things online these days. That American bought jeans is the way that people still want to go, and like I, I know you want to like. There's always supporting local and all that. That's that's great. But I mean, if you're looking for a cool style or something unique with style, like why wouldn't you explore? some of these non-traditional gene and I wouldn't even say non-traditional just more designer gene styles um I thought that was interesting especially when you talk about the fact that we are not the main producer of denim right you exactly think at some point that would change to and and maybe you know maybe Levi Strauss is is producing actually producing their jeans in India and uh, wherever the actual denim is being created to kind of limit the amount of, of shipping around the world of, you know, those products. But um, I'm not sure, but I mean, I would assume that a good amount of their factories are still in the United States. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I it was kind of surprising to me that it was that different, but yeah. So, you know, we, I alluded to this a little bit earlier, but, but the genes at work, debate has come up and so you know this is in normal scenarios but there was a study done on on people wearing jeans at work apparently 33 percent of people would rather quit their job or decline a job offer if it meant wearing business attire every day of the week so that casual friday if that didn't exist they would either quit or decline an offer which that's a high percentage for a number of people. Now, I don't think, I actually don't mind wearing dress pants. I mean, I don't prefer them, but, and there's so much easier in style choices and whatnot with jeans and other things, but I don't think I would decline an offer of a job because of it, but 33% of people are pretty passionate. Um, similarly, one third of workers said that they would rather have a casual dress code than an extra $5,000 in pay each year. Hmm. So, Brian, you uh, when you go to work on a casual Friday, do you wear jeans? Yeah, I will. Okay. Now, if I said you can't wear jeans anymore... But I could would you, increase $5,000. $5,000? I'd be okay with that. 
Yeah, I would be too. I, I actually like jeans, I feel like more than you may, and wear them maybe more often. Honestly, and, honestly. Heck, well, I was just going to say, I would, if they said I can't wear jeans at all an entire year, I might accept that for $5,000. That's $5,000. Yeah. That's a nice little chunk. Honestly, my biggest pain point is casual Friday, getting out maybe a little bit early, being able to go to the golf course. And then it's like, I got to change now. I can't wear my jeans that I wore to work too. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I almost like it better when I can just <laughs> roll up to the golf course in my, my business Fair. casual clothes. Fair. Yeah. I, I did. I'm no. sorry to interrupt, but I no. did have to look this up just because I, I was interested. So Levi's does make most of their, their jeans in other countries like China, Japan, Italy, uh, they do have one single line of uh, jeans. They're made in the USA, 501 jeans, that do come mm-hmm. a, from a small denim mill in White Oak, Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. And, and they're probably really expensive. Yep, $178. Yeah. yeah. And they can say – I mean, it's it's a brilliant move because they can say – I mean, they are an American company. But people want to buy. People want to buy American, and so they they have that option so that they can and they can kind of lean on that with their marketing. But at the end of the day, they're still getting, you know, most of the again, most of the genes are coming from Pakistan and some of these other countries that, like, it's not American, right? But people, but there, there's this facade with. Levi's, Wranglers, Lee. It's it's interesting. I mean, that American vibe. I bet all of them are pulling their their denim from from other places. So, anyway, um, the last that I had on the on the work situation was that most workers feel ripped jeans. So seventy three percent are not appropriate workwear, even in a business casual work setting. So that's good, but also that also means that what 27 percent of people think that it's okay yeah. to wear ripped jeans yeah. in a business casual setting which is not in my opinion um, yeah but maybe there's i guess obviously there is people out there that feel differently i would say the other thing i would qualify there though is slightly frayed or like if i have some some a little bit of fraying down at the bottom of the jeans I, i'm like that's kind of borderline completely ripped is is no question like that's not not okay yeah and i i'm even thinking ripped as a style and we don't have this in there but uh, did you ever did you ever wear ripped jeans before no okay nobody needs to see you know my ripped knee (laughs) i i i did the style i didn't buy them ripped but actually like one of my one of my first pairs of jeans that I actually bought. It wasn't my first pair. It was one that I actually went to. I believe it was from it wouldn't have been Gap. It was probably Abercrombie or one of those, you know, trendy like teenager stores. And I bought these jeans and they were they were expensive. Like they were probably for me at that time, like I saved kind of saved up for them. They were like 120 bucks or something like that. And I loved them. I wore them a lot. They looked good. I liked them. But within within a year, they ripped. And so then I just kept wearing them with, 
that like ripped style out my jeans or whatever. And uh, so like people would be like, would say something about the ripped jeans. Like, yeah, but these are authentic. I, I earned these rips. I didn't buy them ripped. I never understood that concept. Well, that here's the other thing like, is, is that jeans and denim are supposed to be this tough fabric. So like, how do you even rip them in the first place? I don't know. I mean, again, I, I, I think the quality I bought fashionable jeans with low quality at the time is how I would interpret it. Cause yeah, jeans are strong, but you can find jeans that like I have jeans now that I've had for five years and have, you know, haven't had any issues with them. Yeah. But, but some jeans don't last. So did, did you know. have, you had colored jeans, didn't you? I, I would assume you would go stray away from the blue the traditional blue so i i was more of a blue guy but i did have black jeans yeah i could see you as a black point. jeans guy yeah i i rocked it um in my my younger years you know it was slimming skinny jeans skinny black jeans yeah well maybe yep. not too skinny but a little bit yeah um but uh we'll, we'll we digress again but that's okay uh, i do have a couple more stats that i thought were interesting so a company called Civic Science did a survey of about 7,000 adult, U.S. adults and found that 80% of people are only willing to spend $50 on a pair of jeans. Um, that obviously, you know, there are people that want to spend more, but that's typically the limit. So you'll see a lot of jeans companies making jeans for, I mean, I think the average cost is around 40 to 45 bucks for you know your traditional jeans obviously that varies depending on if you get designer or, or whatever brand specific and big box and all that but but yeah so 75 percent of americans say that they like or love wearing jeans while just 10 percent say that they do not so we're you know you probably in the like i'm probably in the like too maybe a little bit more towards love but but yeah 10 percent just don't don't like jeans at all so that was you in, in up until college mm -hmm. and a more accurate reading of buying pattern shows that just 18 percent of people usually shop for jeans online while two-thirds tend to shop in store and women are more likely to shop online for jeans than men 20 percent versus 15 percent and less likely to shop in store so i I, again, with all the stuff that's going on, I think that will happen more. I, I will say that my, my wife, Alyssa, she, I don't know if it's just a female thing, maybe it's just her family, but they are much more comfortable about buying things online and then returning them. So I never really buy clothes online because I would prefer to actually try it on and make sure that it fits and all that. Hmm. But she'll buy like, you know, a ton of stuff and then return, you know, a bunch of it if it doesn't fit or whatever. Um, which a lot of companies are getting into that because they they're trying to allow people to have the freedom to try things on. But it just seems like a whole hassle for me, so I, I never was into that. So, oh yeah, interesting. This I I had this in my set and I didn't realize it. So the uh, iconic five hundred ones that you talked about. Yep. Um, you said they were in like the, a little over a hundred bucks for a pair. Um, so despite the price tag, it turns out that Levi's 
still resonate well with Americans, half of respondents say they either like or love the brand, which that's a lot of people that wear jeans that say that they love or like a brand. I mean, I, I don't know about you, but I'm kind of indifferent <laughs> with some of this and we'll get into that too, but only 10% of people said that Levi's is unfavorable. Hmm. And then the last stat I had was, you know, when people are looking for their next pair of jeans, they prioritize it, you know, in this way, I guess, you know, 68% of people said comfort, 14% said style, 6% said versatility, and 11% said they don't wear jeans. So, yeah, so I, I, I think that's that's probably pretty expected. I think comfort should be a priority, but uh, but yeah, so uh, why don't why don't we jump into some uh, some light debates here with our friendship test? We just become best friends. Yep. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna take a little step back out of the just jeans world. What are the best type of pants, Brian? As as a thirty-something-year-old male, what what's your preferred pants? My preferred pants, I think, you know, I've talked about this a lot, but it, it would be the microfiber golf pants. I mean, you could just do yeah. anything you want in those, and they dry yeah. quickly. They're just like yeah. – maybe they – you couldn't go, like, get super, I don't know, dirty – not dirty, but, like, you couldn't go – climbing on things and potentially you know they're they're gonna rip probably the easiest of most pants but Mm -hmm. i I just feel like for my life my lifestyle those are some of the best pants and and i i just they're so comfortable you can move around with them they're almost like yoga pants but like in a i mean lululemon actually makes some of those type of microfiber pants like dress pants that are golf essentially golf pants and i've heard those are really comfortable i I like the nike version myself but i mean yeah uh, those are my favorite type of pants that's fair and and i i would say like kind of what you're into they're pretty versatile for you like you can wear them and you can hang around the house with them you can kind of dressy uh you know not not dressy but you know you can get by with them yeah uh there's a lot of uses for them um i i i don't hate on that i do have a pair that that's like that that i i wear though i think they're not quite that level of quality they i feel like they they lean more towards a swishy pant Mm. than you know than that high quality like golf pant um but 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 similar in concept uh but for me I'm actually probably going to go jeans. And, you know, I, I think a testament to that is when it's a weekend, what am I going to wear? I'm wearing jeans. Really? I'm not, I am not a, not a sweat person. Not a real person. big sweatpant person. Not a shorts? Um, uh, no, I do like shorts. You athletic know, when shorts. it gets warm out, I will wear, uh, I'll wear athletic shorts. I'll wear, uh, um, I like wearing, like golf shorts kind of thing um, as kind of a, a good clean style. It almost is like that my jeans transition into the, um, the, the shorts for like golf shorts or whatever, a little bit longer maybe, but 
cargo shorts though there's a debate about cargo shorts yeah um, yeah so i i've i've you're heavily, you're over th- you're you're showing your age there if you have some cargo shorts yes, there Justin. i know i know i and it's been a while to to kind of push a lot of my cargo shorts out of my wardrobe uh my wife has been pushing for a while uh so i i just i i, I held on to them. i just love pockets love all the accessibility with pockets there but but how often do you actually use them all the time if you wear them golfing <laughs> you didn't it's spectacular you didn't even know that you had a watch pocket well and, that's different and then, that that's different only on one side but so cargo pants man i you could oh man i was like a walking i don't even know like a utility a, man utility man like i you know, I could, okay, I don't need my glasses. Okay, I'll put them in this pocket. Oh, I got, you know, if I play golf, heck, I got, you know, my tees pocket. I got, I can put golf balls in some. I can, like, it's You should it's only amazing. need one golf ball, Justin. Uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I was always a big fan of that. But I, I have transitioned away from that. So summer months, I will go with the two pocket. I don't know what they're called. They're kind of golf pants, but they're just, they're nice shorts. Yeah. And... Uh, but when I'm, it's not summer and it's and it's uh, the weekend, I'm wearing jeans. But just and even lounging around, you're wearing jeans. Yep. Yeah. I I I do not mind jeans. I wow. And I think part of it too is is a little bit of comfort. I actually think, I mean, some of my jeans are more comfortable than others, like the ones I'm wearing right now. But for the most part, I don't think they're that uncomfortable. Mm. Uh, so restrictive so restrictive yeah, yeah a little bit as long as i'm not being athletic like that's the biggest hindrance if i think i'm going to be even a little bit athletic i will i will probably switch over to something different but i i really don't mind so i would probably say jeans and this <laughs> is crazy to say because you know 20 years ago i thought jeans were the dumbest thing in the world why would anybody wear them and now you know Obviously, I've grown up a little. Um, Some girl made a big impact on you, Justin. She did. Samantha, you did it. <laughs> I wasn't going to ask if you knew her name still, but... Oh, I oh, she's still a friend of mine. Oh. We, we catch up every once in a while. She was actually in Seattle like two years ago to visit. Oh. So Thanks, Samantha. Yeah. What uh, is the best type of jeans? Yeah... Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit earlier. Just like there's so many unique styles that you can get into. I think it, it depends. So I think more for the last you know handful of years, I would say kind of the more regular fits. Uh, I I typically like to have clothes that are a little bit slimmer on me. Like if I wear a dress shirt, I like the slim fit dress shirt. If I you know that type of thing now in the last couple of years i you know well i not even in the last couple of years but it probably in the last 10 years i gained a little bit of weight and not like a ton but gained a little bit so that relax for that regular fit was kind of the most comfortable because i used to wear more slim and skinny i only had one pair of skinny but they i they didn't work uh for very long but what I will say is I believe the jeans that I have right now are slim fit and I have, I haven't mentioned it on the podcast. I think I told you, but 
I've lost like 30 pounds since January. Yeah. And these jeans I'm wearing are so incredibly comfortable. And they're, I think they're, I'm pretty sure they're slim fit and they are, they're just great. Like they're, they're, I don't, I don't mind wearing them at all. Like that style now. And I think they look good and they're comfortable. So it's a perfect balance, but, but these jeans were a little bit tighter um, on. I mean, I don't know if my calves lost muscle too. I don't know what it is, but like, they're just, they just fit a little bit more comfortably now. So, um, hmm. but yeah, I don't, I, I know. Well, I have an inkling towards where you lean, but but what are, what's your style of choice? Yeah. So mine is the Levi's five sixty nine, okay. which I believe okay. is the uh, the loose. Well, relaxed? No. I feel like you're more of a relaxed guy. Yeah. It's like you're not like crazy loose, but like you it, like comfort. It's a they 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 term them as the loose straight jeans, dark wash. I like the dark wash. I'm a big dark okay. wash guy. Yeah. Yeah. I I've dark wash is good. I, I'm more of a medium medium color, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um not like I did have a light pair of jeans now that I think about it too. Um they weren't white, but they were like a light, light blue. Well, and, and here's they the th- were weird. Here's the thing that I like about the dark wash is that they eventually turn into the medium and to the light. And then like you you kind of go through this process with them as you yeah. you know you almost know how new your pair of jeans are based off of how dark it is so oh, I, I can kind of point. keep track of when i need a new pair of jeans based off of if the color is starting to fade too much or not so yeah so so i will i will say too you know so my my jeans shout out to costco i got my jeans at costco which you would think Maybe not the best place to get clothes, though. I think they have a pretty good selection of things. Shout out to um, our Costco episode. Yeah, shout out to our Costco episode. So, are they Kirk, I, I, Kirkland I, Signature? Or are they? No, they're not. So they're. I had to look them up. So they're called Nat Nast, which is a weird brand. Um, but these jeans, I I saw them and I didn't know the brand um, at all. But I saw them and I was like, oh, you know, they look like good and tried them on or i think i tried them on in the store i, I was guess. gonna say how did you did try I? them on in costco i don't know if i did i might not have i might have taken a leap of faith yeah and, big uh, big proponent already already hypocritical of your previous statement that you like to try things on but there's I, no way you tried them on in costco yeah you're right they i don't didn't have, try them on like unless I, you put I, them on over a pair of like pants no that would have been weird to yeah. do in the store yeah i i yeah i think i just was you know got them i was like well i can always return them i guess but um which is obviously what i'm i'm typically against but what i want i wanted to shout out because they are my favorite jeans and they are you were talking about how like some of your your golf pants are like really comfortable they're a little stretchy these these are a little stretchy so it's almost like that um it's not it's not to like the the jegging level or whatever but it's it's comfort fit with a tiny bit of stretch, which just makes them the, the material is just, it's perfect. It's great. Hmm. So I, I, I highly, I highly recommend, uh, Costco, Nat Nast jeans, uh, in case, in case listeners want to, want to replicate our style. Um, but, uh, 
Yeah. So, all right. Before we jump into our delusional thinking, which which we'll probably discuss this, so maybe we'll this will be answered later. Um, are jean shorts uh, acceptable, Brian? No. Okay. No scenario. No scenario. So I I need to ask you when was the last time you wore jean shorts? Um. Or jorts, as they're often called. Man, I don't even know. I don't know that I've ever worn jean shorts. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, for me, not, I... Uh, for sure not blue jean shorts. Okay. Uh, I may have had a pair that technically were denim, but they were like khaki colored. Oh, okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, so I honestly, it was probably three years ago. What? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I didn't wear it often. Uh, it was one of those things where like I would, I would wear it and you know, they weren't like weird. I didn't think uh, they kind of extended to your knees. Samantha, please chime in. <laughs> oh, Oh no, I, I'll chime in on myself because I, I I did realize eventually after again, Alyssa, uh, you know, the calmer, wiser head of amongst the two of us was like, you can't wear these anymore. Uh, but I was I I just don't like getting rid of things if they still work and are functional. So how long I, have you been wearing them for? I'm I mean those jeans I probably had for I don't know five to eight years prior uh and they worked just fine they were comfortable but i i slowly started to weed them out of my usual as i got other pants shifted over to to cargo then i had to get rid of them too wait 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 wait. so only about three years ago you shifted to cargo shorts no 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 i i just my uh balance between the two, I shifted a like much lower on the jeans, and I guess my cargo. Okay, so you had multiple pairs. Higher propensity. You had multiple pairs of jean shorts. I have I have one pair that I would wear more often, like maybe once every two weeks or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, at at a certain point, and then it became once every month, and then once you okay, know. Okay. But All so right. I I wore it less and less. I don't know uh, if that I makes it good but it does i was thinking it's it was like twice a week type of thing no not really but yeah i it kind of transitioned now like again i i've transitioned away from that but i i would agree that they are not acceptable anymore i don't <laughs> think they're as bad as as everyone makes them out to be mm, uh eh. but yeah i i did i did realize eventually that that they're not they shouldn't be worn yeah. All right. So. Well, this will make this very interesting then. I didn't realize that this was going to be your take on that. So let's <laughs> jump into our delusional thinking. You really are crazy. All right, Justin. So you have to decide for the rest of your life if you are going to A, wear jean shorts. And this is your only form of denim, it is either jean shorts a Canadian tuxedo 
or you can no longer wear jeans ever again. No yeah. denim. And and so apparently you didn't even know what a Canadian tuxedo was. Yeah, I wanted you to I, I've now looked up photos, but can you explain to the listeners in case they didn't know, like yeah. myself, what a Canadian tuxedo is? Yeah. It, well, a Canadian tuxedo is essentially a full ensemble of denim wear. So you're you're going denim jeans and a denim top of like jacket a jean jacket as well it is traditionally called yeah. a, a canadian tuxedo and yeah. i don't know where that comes from i'll be honest I, I would assume they wear them or like to wear them in canada but who knows i mean canadian bacon is not from canada so yeah uh i don't know oh so here's here's something i just looked up if this this could be hollow but the Canadian tuxedo was born out of an incident that involved a Vancouver hotel, an international singer, Bing Crosby, and a famous denim brand. And so Bing, I guess Bing wore it in the early 50s, 1951, it says. Um, and that's when it became a thing, hmm. I guess. Vancouver. Uh, there's probably more to that story, but, but yeah, I... I, I've seen people. No, I, I have not seen people in person wear it, but I've seen people on TV and other things. I just never knew it was called a, a Canadian tuxedo. Yeah, denim on denim um, on denim. Uh, have however much denim you can possibly wear. So, yeah, what are you going with, Justin? Yeah. yeah so, um, You're the stretching. first thing is the Canadian tuxedo that I, I'll talk about, and that just looks really uncomfortable. I, I don't think I've ever worn, to my knowledge, unless I was a kid wearing them, uh, which I might actually, I think I do have some photos of me as a little kid wearing, wearing a jean jacket or something like that. But other than those moments that I barely remember or don't remember at all, I don't think a jean jacket is really ever in style for a guy these days. Um, so it would be really, really tough for me to pick that one. That just is it's uh you're making a statement like it's a it's a big deal though though i will say on that front that there is some comedic aspect to that where you know you could wear it and you're like i don't care what i look like i'm wearing this thing it could be your thing and people will respect you for that yeah, it could be a thing yeah so so i i think i could see that's something that i could see get a little bit of legs with you know, some celebrity wearing it these days or whatever. I'm sure people have actually. Um, but, uh, but I, I, I can't see myself going that route. So the big decision comes, do I want to wear jean shorts or no jeans at all? Now my practical mind starts thinking about it this way. So jean shorts are bad. I understand that I, I have uh, come, come to my senses and I do not wear them anymore. They are out of my wardrobe. I don't even own a pair. But to not wear jeans gives me no option to wear them. So if I have the option with jeans shorts, I at least can make a decision in a pinch to wear jean shorts. Now, I still basically don't have jeans, but at least <laughs> I have something a little extra that if I wanted to wear it, I could. And 
And in fact, I probably would a little bit, just a little bit. Cause you know, I've made a, I made a big decision in my life to renounce real jeans for some reason. So I think jean shorts would be okay. And, um, and you know what? I'll probably get a couple pairs cause I might wear them more often now. But yeah, I, I think I lean that way. And I, I think it's mainly because I still get a little bit of option there, but losing jeans entirely. I, I mean, it's, it's, I don't, none of these are good options because I like normal jeans, but I think if I had to pick the lesser of all evils, it's the jean shorts. Wow. Yeah. Shocking to me. That's shocking to me. The one that I throw out immediately is, is jean shorts. Really? Yeah. Immediately? Yeah. Immediately. It, it has no even competition with the other two because it's insane like you were saying with the the canadian tuxedo it could be your thing right you're you're not always wearing that and i think the biggest yeah. thing for me is that i'm okay with not wearing jeans period and mm-hmm. and so you know losing or, or not deciding not to have denim at all moving forward wouldn't be that big of a deal to me but when I look yeah. at these two decisions, like you were saying, okay, at least I I have the option of not wearing it at all, and, and I never have it, or I could have the option of having the Canadian tuxedo. I would never wear the jean shorts. The Canadian <laughs> Canadian tuxedo, again, like you were saying, could become like my shtick, and I'm not saying that I would wear it regularly. You know, sure. I, I it it just gives me the option to wear this and you know provide some enjoyment to people because or or i can rock it regularly and i can you know it can be my thing brian brian is the the gene the canadian tuxedo guy like that becomes my thing yeah i mean you make you make a good point and uh, but I think that, that what I was starting to think about and realize, because I, I actually think for me, the no brainer is the no jeans at all. And it, and it's not, be, it just, there's li- like, there's no options there. It's just no jeans. And so it, honestly, for me, it's between jean shorts and, and the tuxedo and it, it's two different scales, right? So the Canadian tuxedo is but like you said, like it's it's kind of comedic. It can be your style. When you do wear it, it's a statement piece that is cool. And I I I, I don't disagree with you on that. But the practicality of jean shorts is that you can wear them, and only like twenty five percent of people will judge you, and uh, most people just won't notice or care. I think, but you know there there will be judgment. Whereas Canadian tuxedo everybody's looking at you mm-hmm. everybody notices you and for good bad or indifferent um so I, I i do see the appeal to that but i i think in a practical sense i i still lean on the jean shorts yeah i mean i as you search canadian tuxedo on on the internet one of the first images that pops up is aaron Rodgers, and yeah you know with the nice bolo tie making it a little bit more of a Western wear type of thing. That looks okay. The now, other image that comes up <laughs> is Justin Timberlake circa yeah. 2000. Yeah. With 
do you realize that's Britney Spears right next to her? Yes, in, yeah, I see that in a denim sh- dress. Uh, dress. Yeah. Oh, that is so. Crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think I can pull it off, uh, and it can be my thing, and you know, we'll we'll go through life and and let, let's do before we sign off. Jean shorts what's the first image that pops up okay they are all women (laughs) let's look for which which this this is part of the this isn't even really a debate because i think for women jean shorts work but for it's really for men that we're debating the jean shorts thing um I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I wouldn't say that jean shorts are out for women, right? Like, it's just a men's style. No, yeah, for part. sure. I think it's just the men. Yeah. 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 Uh, uh, the first. Yeah. It doesn't look that bad. Yeah. Most of these look like more like capris, anyways. Nah. Yeah. yeah there's some that are bad in here. They're, the ripped jean shorts. Yeah. Not a good look not a good look no it definitely yeah i mean it's i'm looking at some of these with the tucked in shirt with the gee i mean it, it looks pretty embarrassing so oh well i'm embracing it there's <laughs> it it, part uh, of your history yes yes it is um well yeah you know what it's uh it's about that time we sign off so uh thank you to the listeners out there uh i hopefully you found some some interesting things from this i know i learned a couple things uh, from it like the watch pocket that's that's crazy um but yes if if you like this one if you are interested in other ones uh tune in with uh with us or subscribe really uh you'll get that little bell and and we'll be in your inbox pretty much every thursday um so whether you're listening on apple apple google spotify we'll uh we're there and uh and throw us a, a follow on twitter at quest at the quest for 100 or on facebook and instagram at quest for 100 podcast all right until next time on the quest for 100 mm-hmm.